0: This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 190 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, today I am going to give you a special treat. We are talking about the step-by-step process that it takes to lose weight and keep it off. It's simpler than what you think, I promise. We're gonna go through it step-by-step and show you exactly what it is that you need to do to lose weight and keep it off, but also where we get it wrong, where we've been taught to do it wrong, where we're likely to make kind of major fumbles that then actually get in the way of your goal. And the major fumbles that I'm talking about are going to be different than what you think the major fumbles that are getting in the way between you and your goal are. Okay. It's going to be fun. This is coming from, I've been working on this step-by-step process Inside Thrive Academy. So I've been busy these past weeks creating all new content for Thrive Academy for physicians, my brand new program that's taking everything I've learned over these past years of coaching physicians, as well as everything I've learned over the years that I've been doing obesity medicine and just packaging it and making it more efficient, easier to understand, easier to apply in a busy physician's life with a really positive focus. Because we're not just losing weight. Like, that has a little bit of a wah-wah feel. Even if you really want to lose weight, the idea of like, let's try and lose weight doesn't feel good. What I want you to do is find ways of losing the weight, reaching your goals that allow you to thrive, where everything you do to lose weight makes your life better. And I believe passionately in this because this is what I've done in my own life. And this is what I teach the physicians in my coaching program to do. We don't do anything that makes your life worse. That's a big difference between coaching and a diet because that sucks. (laughs) We are far too busy to do stuff that feels sucky. Okay, we're gonna do stuff that feels good, that feels better, that makes every day better. And at the same time that we're thriving in our weight loss, we're gonna thrive in our life. Now I have something exciting to tell you and it's only available if you're listening to this episode right when it's released. So I hope that you are because it's gonna be really good. I'm doing a fun free workshop. This is an interactive workshop. I'm offering it free and it's called create your personalized thrive strategy. So I know a lot of you guys, when I'm talking about let's thrive, it's time to thrive. Let's focus on thriving in life, thriving in weight loss. There are a lot of you out there that are like, well, that sounds great, but how do I actually do that? Or there may be some of you out there that are like, I am so far from thriving. I can't even picture that. Great, let's talk about it. Let's start at the very, very beginning. So in this workshop, we are going to sit down and work together to figure out where you are right now, figure out the areas of your life that you actually would like to do a little more thriving in and then come up with concrete strategies for yourself of how you're gonna do that. It's gonna be very practical very interactive, and it's fun. It's a different format than what I've done before, uh, and so I'm quite excited about it. So if you're listening to this podcast episode when it first comes out, head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash thrive strategy. one word, Thrive Strategy. The session is on Thursday of the week that this podcast comes out. So you wanna get in there. It will be recorded. So if you register, but can't quite show up live, that's okay too, though. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to come live because it's gonna be interactive. You're gonna have the opportunity to talk back and forth and share what you're figuring out for yourself and get pointers and things from me, okay? So that's Create Your Personalized Thrive Strategy. And that's happening this week totally free, My gift to you as something fun to just get your mind going about what would it be like to thrive? How could that look in your life? I think we all deserve more time and more opportunities to imagine possibilities in our life because when we don't have that opportunity, our brains stick with this is the way it has to be and when this is the way that's making us feel burnt out and feeling like we're not enjoying life and feeling like we're hanging on just to get through the days, it's probably not the life we want to be living. It's not the life we pictured we we're going to live when we imagine getting into medical school, we imagine getting into the residency, we imagine being an attending, we imagine starting families. We thought life was going to look a little different, and it can. It really, really can. But it takes active intention. It takes thinking about things in a different way. It takes opening yourself up to the possibilities. And that's what we're going to talk about in this free workshop. So head over to physicians.ca forward slash thrive strategy. Do it right now. Pause the podcast, register for it, or else you're going to miss it because there's a short time frame. I'm doing this very spontaneously. It's what I like about myself. I used to get, this is kind of part of the thriving thing, is I used to get down on myself but like, oh, I really need to be planning this stuff more in advance. Why do I decide to do things short notice? I've decided that's freaking awesome that I do things short notice. That's me. I'm creative. My brain comes up with ideas. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And let's get it fit in and get it done. So short notice, it's fantastic because it's short notice. That means that you don't have to wait. You get to just say yes, come join me. And start thinking about possibilities, start creating a strategy for yourself about what it might look like to thrive, not only in weight loss, but in all the other areas of your life too. We're going to do kind of a full life look during this workshop. Okay, super fun. Today we are talking step-by-step, how do you lose weight? That is what we are doing. Yay. And I have recorded a video. I've actually been recording a lot of videos this past week for Thrive Academy. And so I've done a specific video for this as well as I've made a flow chart for this that's inside the workbook inside Thrive Academy. And I thought that it would be good to go through it on the podcast too, because I think there's areas of the step-by-step process that it takes to lose weight that we get messed up on. And here's the thing, when we get messed up on it, we blame ourselves, even though the issue is nobody actually taught us what it actually looks like to lose weight and keep it off. It's not talked about. We get talked about a lot about what it's like to follow a diet. We don't get talked to and taught about what it's actually like to lose weight for good in a way that you're confident you can maintain it and then maintain it. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to start with just going through the step-by-step process. And then I'm going to talk to you about how we usually do it, how it's different than what the step-by-step process actually is. And then I'll talk about some of the common areas where people get messed up or get a little bit stuck inside the step-by-step process. Okay. This step-by-step process really is an overview. This is me sitting down and going, what is it that I teach people to do inside my coaching program? Sometimes that's hard for me to put into words, but what is it that we do that's so different? And this is what I do. So within the coaching programs, within Thrive Academy for Physicians, this is what I'm running through in my mind. I'm walking people through each of these steps, I'm helping them problem solve each of these steps. That's what coaching does. And that's why coaching is so different than just another diet. And why it's so so valuable in your weight loss, and in your life, than just trying to follow a diet or just telling yourself you should do it on your own. Because a lot of this stuff, you're going to find some things will be easy wins for yourself that you can do on your own. Other things you may be actually a little bit blind to. And that's just because you live in your own brain. (laughs) When you have a coach, you have an objective view of what things are actually tripping you up. When you're trying to do it on your own, and I say this with a lot of experience because I spend a lot of time trying to figure out my own brain, what's going on in there and what's tripping me up. It's harder than when you're talking to a coach. It's always harder. And coaching for physicians as an intervention for physicians is truly evidence-based. There's a lot of studies out now that are randomized controlled trials for coaching interventions for physicians that show very positive outcomes. There was a recent one at the beginning of May in JAMA on a group of residents using the specific coaching approaches that I've been taught to use that showed really good outcomes on burnout and other measures. So when you consider getting extra help with your weight and using coaching to do that, don't do yourself the disservice of thinking that it's like some sort of giving up or some sort of... You know, if you knew how to do it right, you wouldn't need the coaching. No, every physician deserves a coach. Honestly, every physician deserves a coach. It makes physicians' lives better. That is evidence-based medicine, which is super cool. Just having a coach can make your life better? Yes, please. So honestly, like I hope a lot of you guys listening are going to be super psyched about Thrive Academy for Physicians and want to come join me. And fantastic, that's why I created it because I want your program that you're going to use to reach your weight loss goals to get you psyched and get you super excited. However, some of you, maybe it's not the program for you. Go find a different coach then. Still pursue coaching. Still invest in coaching. It will change your life. I say that from knowing what the research is, but also personal experiences. It is what changed my life. It is what took me from always getting burnt out to being pretty resilient, even though I'm working At a similar level as what I did when I constantly was burnt out, it took me to actually figuring out my weight. Even though I wasn't coaching specifically on weight loss, it got me there. It did so many different things, made me feel more in control of my office. Anyways, I digress. But my point is, every physician does need a coach. And I encourage you to consider Thrive Academy for physicians because I really am proud of it. It's amazing. It's going to change your life. However, like I said, if that's not for you, totally fine but get a coach anyways. It will change your life. Okay. I digress and I apologize, but I don't because it's really important stuff I was telling you. Okay. Let's talk about the steps. They're simple. It's not as big and complicated as what our brains want to make it mean. Step one, we have to decide what we want to eat. Now that can be that you follow a certain eating plan. You can follow a certain way of eating. I personally believe as much as possible, that should come from you. It should not be that you're following somebody else's rules because I think we get into some sticky thought stuff about that long-term and it ends up being a little harder to follow. It doesn't feel quite as good. However, just decide how you're going to eat. Own it as much as possible. That makes it easier. Number two, step two, then you try to eat that way. Told you they simple. Decide what you want to eat and then you try to eat that way. Step three is you make mistakes. Notice how making mistakes is actually a step in the step-by-step process for long-term weight loss and maintaining your weight. Step three is you make mistakes and then you problem solve those mistakes. And then once you problem solved what was going on with that mistake, you go back to trying to follow the plan again. You go back to your step two. Step four is you build skills that support yourself in your weight loss. So there's a lot of different skills that you can use, tools that you can use that help support you in your ability to follow the way of eating that you think is going to help you. Step five is you keep going through that cycle. The reality is there is no finish line in weight loss. So you can lose a ton of weight. But the work doesn't end when you hit the goal. This is why I'm so passionate about saying, like, let's work on finding a way of losing weight where we're thriving from the beginning because we're gonna have to keep going with it once you actually hit your goal. We need to step out of that mindset of like, oh, once I get there, then I can just relax. Nah, that's when weight regain happens. That's when old eating habits come back. Instead, design a way of eating that you love where you enjoy the food, you're excited to eat the food, so that you can be consistent. You problem solve in that step three, all the different things that come up. Part of the reason why you decide what you want to eat, then you try and follow it, is because it uncovers things. It uncovers food triggers. It gives you opportunities to problem solve. And then you build the skills that help support you. And then you just keep going through that cycle. So even once you've reached your goal, you will have times where you're trying to follow the food that you know is going to help you maintain your weight, And you're going to make mistakes. I'm using the term make mistakes in this. I don't love it, but basically times where you're like, I was planning on eating this and I ended up eating that. We are not using the term make mistakes as beat yourself up because you made a mistake. What I'm trying to do with it is actually normalizing the fact that there is failure, that mistakes are part of the process. And when we own that, then the process actually becomes smoother. And I'll talk a bit more about that. So even once you've lost your weight, you're still going to be going through, try to follow the plan, make a mistake, problem solve that mistake. What long-term weight maintenance looks like is not a flat line for people. It's not like you hit that one particular number on the scale and the scale never varies. There will be fluctuations and that's normal. That's what it is. There will be times in your life where new stressors come up, new eating triggers come up and you have to then problem solve them to maintain your weight. That's what long-term weight maintenance is. And these are the things that are missing why we end up regaining weight really easily. Because we think the finish line means we stop. The finish line, the goal means you're partway there, but you still have a ways to keep going. Just means that you celebrate the work that you did, but then you keep doing everything that you've been doing to get there. You can't stop and just lay everything down. And go back to quote unquote normal, which is what diet culture kind of teaches us, it looks like, because normal resulted in weight gain for you. North American normal eating created weight challenges for your particular body. So we don't go back to that. Instead, we design ways of eating that we love, so we don't need to go back there. But there's still going to be times where you do decide to eat food you don't normally eat. There will be times you decide to eat food that may result in some weight gain. Okay, you just go back and you just keep cycling through. Problem solve it. Go back to how do I think I should be eating? Let me try to eat it. How did that go? Is there a place to problem solve? What other tools do I need to support myself in this? It's just the same cycle. Now, step six is that you tweak it. So if you're like, I'm following this really consistently, you know, I've done enough cycles that I'm actually very consistent with how I'm trying to eat, but I'm not seeing the results I want, then we tweak. We do not throw things out the window. We don't do throwing the baby out with the bathwater approach where we're like, ah, this didn't work. I have to try something totally new. No, we look at it and we go, what's some small tweaks? Okay, so step one, decide what to eat. Step two, try to eat that way. Step three, make mistakes and problem-solve the mistakes. Step four, build skills that support your weight loss and support your consistency. Step five, cycle through steps two to four repeatedly. And step six, tweak. If you're being consistent and you're not seeing the results, you tweak. Okay, that is the step-by-step approach. It sounds simple and it is, it really is. But let's talk about how we do it differently when we've been taught through more of a diet approach, how that gets in our way. And then we'll talk about some of the places within the step-by-step approach that you can get kind of tripped up on. So what diet culture teaches us to do is one, pick a diet. You'll notice diet, not decide how you want to eat because diet culture tells us that other people know more about what we should eat than we do. And I don't believe that. I think we have a ton of wisdom from living our lives, from managing our weight over the years, from trying different ways of eating. We know what we think is going to work for us. We know what we think we're going to like. Anyways, diet culture says pick a diet. Number two, follow the diet. Number three, make mistakes because nobody is perfect. Though the problem with diet culture is we're taught we should be perfect. So when we make a mistake, step four then becomes to stop or give up. Because when we're thinking about it from the approach of diet culture is, if I've made a mistake, I can no longer be successful in this. Therefore, what's the point? And so you'll notice that that's a very much abbreviated step-by-step approach than what it actually takes. And you'll notice one of the huge differences here is that in more of the diet culture approach we've been taught, the mistakes are seen as something wrong. Whereas in the step-by-step approach that I've shared with you, the mistakes are seen as something that are a normal part of the journey and as a fantastic opportunity to problem-solve, that you can work on them, you can learn from them. And guess what, when we're thinking about like thriving in your life, when you're problem-solving, why did I end up eating this food... Let's use the break room food at 3 p.m. example because it's so classic for physicians. Why did I end up overeating at 3 p.m. from the break room food? When you're problem solving that, you're actually going to be improving things in your life because the 3 p.m. break room eating isn't about any food. The 3 p.m. break room eating is about stuff in your day that stressed you out, lack of having any breaks for yourself, Mindsets that are creating more stress as you go through your day. And there's ways to improve them and make them better that then make your day better, which then helps you thrive. And this is why thriving in your weight loss, taking an approach that makes your life better, respects you as an individual, helps you then also thrive in your life. They're connected. And we have to do both together. If we just think all I'm going to do is weight loss and you ignore all the stuff going on in your life, you're not going to be successful long term in the weight loss. We need to do both together. So we don't want to take the diet approach anymore where as soon as we fail, we decide we did something wrong and we throw it out the window and we just quit and then find ourselves having to start again. That doesn't work. As much as possible as you're going through this, you want to normalize the fact that at times you are going to eat food that doesn't support your weight loss. There will be times where you don't even know why you ate when you first eat, A lot of people, physicians at like coach talk about that mindless eating where they're like, I didn't even realize I was doing it till the end. All of it's fine. All of it's normal. All of it are opportunities to learn. And I really believe when we're talking about lasting weight loss, if you want to lose weight and keep it off, that's not coming just from choosing how to eat and following it. The lasting weight loss is getting a deep, deep understanding of your own personal eating triggers, learning how to anticipate them, learning how to manage them and doing it in a way that fits into your life where you can anticipate triggers, kind of manage them all on the fly where you're not having to stop and take time out of your busy day because you don't have a lot of time to take out to dedicate to weight loss. You do it all on the go in your mindset with maybe a bit of time, like in the morning, I like to journal. Just, I think of it as getting my head on straight. It makes a huge difference for how my day goes and how my eating goes when I do that. But most of it is gonna be as you go through your day catching things and noticing them and shifting them. And this is what creates lasting weight loss because when you get that deep, deep understanding of, oh, you know what? That thought pattern really triggers me to eat. So for me, one of my really big ones, huge ones that I had to work on, and I still, I'm always aware of it and I'm always catching it, is the thought pattern I'm so far behind. I'm never going to catch up. Look at all these notes I have to do. I used to spend my days in that, like my office days were so <laughs> horribly long and so far behind. And I, because I felt like I was so far behind, I didn't give myself any breaks. I didn't stop to eat lunch. I had notes to do on the weekend. It's familiar to you guys, right? And it drove so much eating, so much. And I didn't know why I couldn't stop eating. I tried to stop eating like you all have tried to stop eating. But what I needed to do was really understand the impact of thinking I'm so far behind, the impact that it has on my eating. And now that I really understand it, it's a big piece of why I've been able to maintain my weight loss. Because when I catch myself getting freaked out about the office, getting freaked out about being behind, I know the importance of shifting out of that. And I've done it enough times. I know how to shift out of that. I've built the skill. Lasting weight loss comes from a whole lot of skills that aren't directly food related. It's how you manage your life, how you manage your mind as you go through your days, as you are near food, as you watch other people eat, as you make your own food decisions. It's all these things that actually create lasting weight loss. And it's different for everybody. And this is where coaching is so, so powerful because we can start to find those mindset switches. And when we're changing a mindset, It's just small little thought tweaks that generally have little to do with food, but have big impacts and they have ripple impacts throughout the day. So my example of, and so far behind, when I switched that and tweaked it to something that made me feel more empowered in my days, Well, my days got more efficient, I stayed on top of my notes. I wasn't doing notes on the weekend anymore. I finished my days with more energy. I enjoyed my time with my patients more and I didn't feel a drive to go to the drive-thru anymore. Did you hear all those benefits just from changing one thought in my day? So yes, it was an eating trigger. But again, this is where the thriving in life comes in is the things that are triggering our eating often are the things that are impacting our life. And when we can just make these little tweaks, they have huge, huge impacts. And this is where like coming back to what I was saying originally about the research and evidence we now have about coaching as an intervention for physicians This is why, because a tiny little tweak on just how you think about your day can have all those benefits of your experience of your day. It's not just like, oh, I feel less behind. No, it has a whole lot of other benefits of how you show up throughout that day just by changing that thought. That's the power of mindset. And that's why working on mindset is the missing tool for weight loss that diets have totally missed out. Mindset around everything, including and especially mindset around when we make mistakes. You'll notice in my step-by-step process, there is no step of beat yourself up and tell yourself you're failing. (laughs) It doesn't exist because it doesn't help. There is no place in long-term weight loss of beating yourself up. There's definitely no place in thriving of beating yourself up. That doesn't work. It's about compassion, curiosity, learning to manage your mind, which is your most powerful weight loss tool while making everything else better. Okay, let's run through the list again. And this time I'm just going to tell you common places where people get tripped up. So you can kind of understand where you might want to consider spending a bit more time or catching yourself or getting a bit more help with. Okay, so number one, decide what to eat. Number one way you are going to get tripped up on this one is you are going to tell yourself you have no idea what you should eat. Bull hooey. (laughs) That's not true. You have so much wisdom about how you should eat and nobody else knows how you should eat. If you look in the research, the nutrition research, you can find a study to support any way of eating to say that it's effective for weight loss. And then you could find one that says it's not effective for weight loss. That's how it goes in nutrition research. So nobody knows you as an individual, what's going to work for your body. We can say probably these general approaches are going to help, but they will only help if you can follow them consistently, which again is why I bring it back to be empowered in your own food choices. So how do you want to eat? If you feel confused, just do your best guess. None of this has to be perfect. There's opportunities to refine it inside this step-by-step process. If you don't like it, change it, tweak it. But just start somewhere. Just tell yourself, I'm just going to start here. What I think would be reasonable. Doesn't even have to be perfect. And here's the second place where you're going to mess up is you're going to make it overly restrictive. You're going to go into that diet mentality. You're going to be like, okay, so I'm never allowed to eat. these. 20 things again in my life and I'm only allowed to eat lettuce and chicken (laughs) I'm totally exaggerating but it'll be something like that where your mind will be like okay we give up all the good stuff that we've ever liked so that we can lose weight as quickly as we would like however again question the consistency piece that if you can do that and be consistent and be happy with it sure go for it see how it goes however if you look at that what you plan and you're like well I don't want to follow that. If you think your version of yourself tomorrow when she wakes up and tries to follow this is not going to follow it because she's going to say, well, that sucks. Then don't plan it. Change it. Make something that you actually want to follow. That doesn't mean you have to plan everything you would ever want to eat and say yes to every single food. But ask yourself, where's the middle ground? Maybe if you're first starting out, the middle ground looks a little more abundant than what you think it might need to look for weight loss. But try it and see. Start there. And then if you need to, you tweak. But maybe there might start weight loss for you. You don't know until you've tried. And it's far more important to find something that you can actually be consistent with and build that consistency and then tweak it than constantly be wavering from really restrictive to I give up it because I can't follow it and eating everything that you have come across and i don't mean that derogatory i mean that more from a personal standpoint of you know you we go in these big like swings of everything we want to i have to be super super careful those swings don't help you with your long term weight loss consistently being in the middle might help you more even if that middle ground looks not like what you consider a typical diet to look like so like for example if you want to eat chocolate try eating dark chocolate every day see what happens See if you like it, if it works for you, do you lose weight in the way you want to? If not, then you can tweak it down the road. But why not see if it works for you, right? You get to choose. If you really like things like bread, but you don't think they work for you for weight loss, decide how often you want to include them. You get to choose. I've learned over the years for my body, bread needs to be pretty irregular, like maybe every month or less if I'm working on losing weight. And I've worked on strategies where that doesn't bother me at all. I'm totally fine with that. However, when you first start out, if you're eating bread at every meal and you decide, you know what, I probably shouldn't eat so much bread if I want to lose weight, going to eating it every couple months might not feel so good. That might not be consistent. So would it be every week? Would it be just one meal a day? Would it be a few days a week? You get to decide. It's all your choice. Step two, you try to eat that, right? The issues here is if you find yourself really resisting eating it then you need to work on some thoughts or maybe you need to look and go did I do that over restrictive thing that Siobhan was talking to me about did I make a plan that I don't actually want to follow look at it either way if the plan seems reasonable then you work on your thoughts about what are you making it mean to follow a plan that makes you not want to do it fantastic thing to get coaching on by the way number three is you make mistakes Error here is we assume the mistakes mean we're doing something wrong. We assume they should not be happening if we are going to be successful. All of that is crap. It is not true at all. Of course you're going to make mistakes. The only way you mess yourself up when you make mistakes is by telling yourself you messed up (laughs) and getting mad at yourself, being tough on yourself, berating yourself. That then creates further eating and keeps you from just problem solving and getting back to following your plan. Simple thing is like, okay, what could I learn from this? I see that this happened. What was going on? What could I learn? Now I just get back to my normal. No problem. No drama. So much easier. Again, our minds want to add a whole lot of drama. Fantastic place to get coached and to get support with because when we can start stripping that drama away, then we create far more ease in our weight loss. Number four, you build skills that support your weight loss. This could be a huge number of things, things like food journaling, food planning, using the scale, using other measures of progress, your sleep, your stress, medications even, though it's not really building a skill, but considering something like anti-obesity medications, if you feel they'd be helpful. There's so many different things here. And I think the biggest thing in this step is you need to be empowered that you get to decide which ones are going to work for you. Again, there's no right answers. We're told you need to food journal to lose weight. I lost my weight with food journaling very irregularly. I do it when I need to kind of get myself back on track and stay focused or if I'm working on a bigger goal, I do. I've developed a way of food journaling that's super, super simple that I can do in a very minimal amount of time because I've learned about myself. And again, this is part of the step-by-step process is if it took a lot of work, if I had to go onto my phone to do it, I didn't do it. It needs to be very simple and it needs to feel abundant to me for me to be able to do. These are the things I've learned and the skill I have built to create a food journaling system that works for me. And it's actually exciting news here is I'm creating a Thrive Academy planner. So a customized planner for members of Thrive Academy. And so it's going to have my way of food journaling in there built into the daily planner pages in a really simple, easy way to do. And so things like that, you get to decide if you want to use those tools. Not everybody will. You may use them at different parts of your journey. It's all okay. But it's like there's a smorgasbord of extra tools you can use depending on what's going on in your life. Step five is you cycle through those steps. Depending on where you are in your journey, you're going to be doing different things. Sometimes the following the plan is going to feel really easy. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's going to be more problem solving. Sometimes you'll need different tools than other times. It's the flexibility is what's important for the long lasting weight loss. And then step 6 is you tweak. If you're not getting the results you want, you tweak a part of that. So you tweak what you're eating, you tweak something to do with consistency, you tweak something to do with one of the additional skills that help support your weight loss and you just keep tweaking until you really get that customized approach that really supports you in your weight loss. All right. That's my step by step process. It is really easy. That's really all it takes to lose weight and keep it off. It's just, there's a lot of different things within those problem-solving areas that you need to work on. And if you love this idea, if you're like, yes, that is what I want help with, then fantastic. Come join me in Thrive Academy for Physicians. At the time of this recording, there are still some spots left for the founding members group, which is coming with a $500 discount. We get going on June 27th in that group. You will have an opportunity to join after that. If you missed it, or if you're listening to this later, you can totally join us. I've designed Thrive Academy for Physicians to make it available when you want it so that it's there for you when you need it. However, you won't get the discount and who doesn't love $500 discount? But also think if you're kind of contemplating and you're hesitating, really ask yourself like, If not now, when we're talking about thriving in weight loss, which I assume if you're listening to this podcast is something that's important to you and something you've probably put a lot of effort into, but we're also talking about thriving and creating a life that you love. And this six month program will totally change your life. It's going to give you skills to create things in your life. You can't even imagine right now to create a life where you're enjoying your days so much more. And so if you're contemplating joining, just ask yourself, why wait? just make sure you like your reasons for waiting. Because what waiting means is waiting to like your days better. Waiting to find ways of losing weight that you actually really enjoy and they make your life better so you don't have to dread losing weight anymore. These are really, really powerful things. They're areas where we as physicians are suffering. and That's why I created the program for you. So head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash thrive to join and find out more about Thrive Academy for Physicians. Of course, I'm here to answer any questions, guys. If you have questions, send me an email. You will hear directly from me, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. That's info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Send me any questions you have, and I will get right back to you. We'll talk to you later. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.